So I would say one of the most talked about topics, subjects in the queer community is about love, right? Finding the right person, finding healthy and sustainable love. So if this is something that you find yourself struggling with, if this is something that you feel like you just are never going to be able to attain, that is exactly why I created this episode of the podcast. And if this is your first time visiting the podcast or listening in, or maybe you're a returning um, subscriber, welcome back. This is the Deep Penetration Podcast. In case you don't know who I am, my name is Danny, and I'm a love and self-esteem coach that works with gay and bisexual men. So I don't want to waste any more time. I want to jump right into the episode. And what we're talking about is essentially just a path to a healthy and sustainable relationship. So first thing is first. I want to acknowledge that I understand how difficult dating is in general, especially in the queer community. And I think that it would be so easy to just kind of chalk it up to, you know, no one really knows what they want. But for me, it goes a little deeper than that, right? So I have been working with individuals and couples now for three years years who are trying to find themselves, trying to find each other and everything in between. And what I have come to understand working with gay and bisexual men is that the ability to find healthy and sustainable long-term relationship is honestly dependent on how well you understand yourself. And if you've come to accept yourself, right? Every relationship looks different because they are inherently subjective. But at the core of every relationship, there needs to be strong communication. There has to be trust, empathy, patience, vulnerability, and respect, right? All of these fundamental elements require you to to have a strong understanding of who you are. And if you are struggling with, let's say, self-acceptance or self-love or internalized homophobia, low self-esteem, a scarcity mindset, right? Any one of these things, it will prove difficult to attract the right kind of man. And, you know, I believe that life is about balance and therefore we are always seeking some form of balance. So let me give you an example. If you are someone who is more anxious in relationships, it is likely that you will attract somebody who is a little bit more avoidant. And if you are avoidant, then the reverse applies here, right? That is why I work with people on becoming more secure in themselves, more secure in yourself. That way you can attract a person who is a little bit more secure. Obviously, that is a very oversimplified example or explanation, but you get my point, or at least I hope you do. So to find balance, you have to be intentional. And intentionality isn't just about how we date or the people we choose. It's about dedication to to self-discovery and your desire to unpack certain paradigms or programs or blocks that are preventing you um, from achieving your goals, right? Or being able to love yourself fully. I oftentimes uh, tell my clients, basically, if you are having trouble finding safety, stability, or security out in the world or out of the dating pool or whatever you want to call it, let's create that at home first. Basically, let's create it within yourself first, because if you create it within yourself first, 
then you're not out there looking for it and seeking validation and chasing people and doing all the things that people do when it comes to dating mistakes. And then they find themselves in these positions where they're just not happy or they're not finding the right person or they're having really shitty dating experiences. So bringing that self, bringing, I guess the best way of putting it is like allowing yourself to accept yourself will attract the right people because then you'll be able to recognize those things that you love about yourself in somebody else. So let's unpack intentional dating and what that actually means. So what is intentional dating, right? So if you've never heard of intentional dating, basically intentional dating is the conscious act of approaching a romantic relationship or romantic relationships with clear goals, values, and self awareness. It's about making thoughtful choices in your dating life and being true to yourself. That being said, self-awareness is huge, right? It's a big part of it. And before diving into the dating scene, it is so important to understand your your own values, your desires and, and boundaries, right? Self-awareness is the foundation of intentional dating because it helps you make choices that align with your authentic self. I cannot tell you how many people I work with on a daily, on a weekly basis that are just completely lost. They have no idea where to start. And if this is you, look, you're not alone, number one. And number two, that doesn't mean that you can't get to a place where you come to understand yourself or what you're looking for. The first step in achieving that is making the choice to commit to the process. So many people are focused on the outcome rather than the process. And the whole point of dating is enjoying the process, right? Because if you're not enjoying the process, then why are you doing it? What's the point? Is it because there is this expectation that you have of yourself to be in a relationship by a certain point or have achieved certain milestones in your life that you feel like you are falling behind on? Is it that there are societal pressures to live a certain type of lifestyle? Is your family pressuring you? Do you see that everybody else around you seems to be in a happy and fulfilled relationship and you feel like you are left out, right? That kind of FOMO type of situation. Whatever it is, take a minute and reflect on those things, right? Do any of those things apply to you? And if they do, number one, why are they there? And number two, start unpacking them. Start figuring out how to unravel those things. And if you have no idea where to start, that's what I do. You know, I help people figure those things out. Hopefully, if you've been listening to this podcast for, for the last two seasons, you have heard some of the recommendations that I've given and some of the tips that I've given in these types of scenarios and situations. If you have not yet, I would highly recommend going back and reviewing the other two seasons. Um, but either way, right, this is your journey. This is your process. And you shouldn't allow other people and what their expectations of you to affect you and to dictate how you live your life and how you go about the process of dating. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to help you and putting that much pressure on yourself is actually going to make the entire experience a living hell. So that being said, self-esteem, right? 
what is the role of self-esteem? Basically, healthy self-esteem is the foundation that a successful relationship is built on. When you value and you respect yourself, you're better equipped to attract partners who will do the same, right? And how do you achieve this? Knowing your values and being able to set healthy boundaries. So define your values and establish clear boundaries. These are your guiding principles in dating and relationships. They help you to make informed decisions and to navigate any potential challenges that may come up along the way. The question that I usually get is, okay, I understand that. I need to set boundaries. I need to date intentionally. I need to think about this. I need to think about that. But what does that actually look like, right? What does intentional dating actually look like? What are some of the some of the steps? What are some of the, the clear guidelines you can use when putting yourself out there? So the first one is setting clear intentions. Begin your dating journey with clear intentions. Know what you are looking for in a partner and what you're willing to give in return and communicate your intentions honestly to those potential partners. That's the first one. The second one is effective communication. Communication is the the lifeblood of any relationship, right? So you want to make sure that you're practicing active listening, you're expressing your feelings openly. And, and I encourage you to, to persuade your partner to do the same, right? Because effective communication is what helps to foster trust and understanding in a relationship. Third thing here is authenticity matters. Be your authentic self when you are dating, you know, pretending to be to be somebody you're not is not sustainable. And it can lead to a lot of disappointments. Authenticity attracts partners who appreciate and value the real you. And look, I'm going to kind of curtail off here for a second when it comes to that, because this is something that I see so often when I am working with clients, when I am out at restaurants, um, when I am, you know, even just out with friends, with my partner, whatever the case may be, and I'm watching people interact with one another, I'm watching people on a first date, I'm hearing clients talk to me about their first date experiences, or how they've navigated relationships in the past, I'm watching TikTok videos, and, and, social media videos of people putting out this kind of persona or this like facade. And it just feels like everybody's trying to live up to this fake lifestyle. It feels like everybody's trying to present themselves in the best way possible without flaws, um, you know, absolutely flawless when it comes to their fashion and the way that they look and their style and their like all of it. But the truth of the matter is there's beauty in those flaws. There's, there's beauty in those mistakes because that makes you human. And that human quality is what helps you to connect to other people. That quality is what helps you to, to 
build a stronger connection with the person you are in a relationship with or the person that you're going on a date with, right? It's it's the equalizer amongst everybody. If we walked around and every single person was perfect 24-7 all the time, it'd be such a fucking boring world. Um, excuse my French, but that's just how I feel about it. Look, at the end of the day, did I trim my beard today? Did I try to shape it up? Did I do my hair today? Did I do all of those things? Absolutely. Of course I did. And that's because I'm sitting in front of a camera and I'm having a conversation with you guys. Um, and at the end of the day, I like to to feel good. And in order to feel good, I like to look good. But does that mean that that's my primary focus 24-7? No, right? When I wake up in the morning next to my partner, I'm not all done up and, you know, beat to the gods and brush teeth before he even wakes up. And no, because at the end of the day, it's me, right? I'm waking up. I'm not prioritizing, needing to do all of those things. I'm not doing any of that stuff. When I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm not worried about how I look or what I'm saying or what I'm doing, because at the end of the day, that's not me being my authentic self. When I was going on dates, when I was single, of course, there was a part of me that was presenting myself in a particular way. Of course, there was some reservation in the beginning. Of course, there was a part of me that was observational on that first date and being inquisitive and asking questions and and doing all those things, right? We can say that it feels kind of like interviewish. But if it progressed to a second date, I showed a different part of my personality at that point because number one, what do I have to lose at that point? It's only a second date. And number two, if I'm really going to allow myself to connect with somebody, there has to be that that level of transparency to a certain degree, right? I'm not going to let that person in all the way in the beginning, no pun intended, um, <laughs> but I do have a dark sense of humor to me, right? I do have a bit of, of that dry wit. And maybe you guys don't necessarily see it all the time. On this podcast, right? Because there's certain topics that I'm I'm presenting and I'm talking about, and there's certain things that have a little bit more of a serious tone to them. And I'm trying to provide you guys with some good tips and recommendations, all things. But at the end of the day, I can be a total loony bag more often than not. And hopefully, as time goes by and we build a a connection and a deeper relationship. You'll see that side of me. You'll see that crazy side of me. Um, maybe it's something that you're interested in. So if it's something that you're interested in, let me know if you want to see that crazy side of me. But all of that to say, it's so easy to, to put up a front and to pretend like we're something that we're not. But that's not going to get you anywhere. That's not going to get you the relationship that you want because that's not sustainable. And at some point, that curtain is going to drop and that person is going to see the real you. And that's not what you sold to them in the beginning. So just be yourself. All right. So what are some of the common dating challenges that we as queer individuals face, right? So I would say being part of the LGBTQ plus community, we often face unique challenges like coming out and acceptance and, and dealing with discrimination. So dating intentionally can help you navigate through those challenges by using what you've learned, right? Your own personal experiences and falling back on those boundaries that you have set. So 
how do you navigate those specific challenges? Um, let's talk about coming out and acceptance. Coming out and, well, coming out in general can be a, a deeply personal journey and it's essential to find partners who respect and support your process. Intentional dating allows you to select partners who are understanding and empathetic. Um, another thing that I see quite often is discrimination, right? And making sure that we're we're talking about safe spaces. And unfortunately, discrimination still exists, right? It's important that you seek out LGBTQ plus friendly spaces and communities that provide support and a sense of belonging. Intentional dating can help you connect with those who share in your values and those experiences. Um, there are so many benefits of dating intentionally, right? Some of those are healthy and lasting relationships, right? Intentional dating paves the way for healthier, more fulfilling connections with people, partners, relationships. And by aligning your choice with your values and your intentions, you increase the chance of building that lasting love. Another benefit is sustainable love. Sustainable love thrives on authenticity, it thrives on open communication, on shared values. So you're kind of setting the stage for sustainability, for that long-term relationship that you have been looking for, but just have not really been able to find. All of that to say, again, it's a process. It's going to take time. You don't need to rush through it. Um, Yes, I understand that ageism is a real thing in the queer community. Um, I understand that if you are somebody who is, let's say, already in your mid to late 30s, in your early 40s, into your 50s, that it almost feels like time's running out for you. I totally understand that. Um, and it's just an unfortunate reality of the community. But the truth is, it's not the truth. <laughs> you know, your experience may tell you differently. You may be looking at me and saying, okay, well, you're some 35-year-old kid and I'm a 50-year-old and that hasn't been my experience. My experience has been all negative and I hear you. I empathize with you. I understand that. But we also cannot negate the fact that that mindset is probably also keeping you single. Have you done the work? Have you unpacked personal self-esteem issues? Have you really evaluated your values and what it is you're looking for? Have you actually sat down and been real with yourself? There are so many people that I talk to who have these unrealistic standards of what they expect in their partner. Um, the primary, primary one usually being physical beauty. And I don't mean to be mean, I don't want to be rude or any of those things because at the end of the day, this podcast is about building up and supporting and doing all of those things. But if you are somebody who is not investing the time in yourself, you cannot expect to have a partner who invests the time in themselves either, right? It's not fair. And it's almost as if a lot of people expect their partner to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to be a certain level of successful and all of those things um, because maybe that's what you've achieved in your life and that's what you expect out of the person that you're with or because that's what you want or the lifestyle that you want and you just haven't been able to achieve it for yourself or attain it yourself. Whatever the reason may be, my point here is you got to be very realistic. You got to reevaluate your, your type 
or the things that you're looking for. And you have to compare those those expectations to what your end goal is. If you're looking for a long-term, sustainable, healthy relationship, then you might have to rearrange some of your priorities when it comes to dating. Maybe it's not all about the sex. Maybe it's not all about the pleasure. Maybe it's not all about the aesthetics and the looks and all of these things. Because at the end of the day, all that shit fades over time. I mean, there is filler and Botox and all of that stuff. But you get what I'm saying, right? Beauty fades. And what remains is the connection that you have with that person intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. So if you can prioritize those things for yourself now, you are far better off than most people are who are single and dating and struggling to find the right person. The right person is out there. I can tell you that for a fact. It may not feel like it, but believe me when I tell you that that is for real. I've worked with many clients who have found that sustainable long-term love, but it all started with them having to change their mindset, their perspective, and work on themselves first before that was a possibility. So if this is something that you're ready to do, if this is something that you have been wanting for a really long time and you want to take it seriously, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's get you to that goal right? Because it's not impossible. It really is not. I'm a walking testament to that too, right? I am in a happy, healthy relationship. And trust me, I went through the gamut of shitty ass dating experiences. But the one thing that I did was not allow it to impact how I view people and how I view myself. There were definitely times where I doubted myself. There were definitely times where I felt insecure, but I did the work and I worked through those insecurities and you can do those things too. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you guys think about the episode. Um, Leave a comment, um, hit the like, subscribe, do all of those things. Actually, that's really the only thing that I ask you to do is to subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it and if you feel like you're getting value out of it um, and to maybe tell a friend about it, right? That would be absolutely amazing because it helps me to continue to do what I love, which is to connect with you guys and have these kinds of conversations. Um, If you have not yet, make sure you check out all of my other social media platforms. I also have a website if you're interested in coaching and all of that good stuff. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of the Season 3 Deep Penetration Podcast. And I will see you guys in the next episode.